Hi, I am Martin, and this is Words That Change You. Words fly all around us. Kind words, silly words, angry words. And they do so all day long. But how often does something written or spoken really feed our souls? Wouldn't it be nice if beyond the noise we could listen to words that make a difference? Words that change us. In Words That Change You, we'll examine words, events, concepts that have impacted us lately and see whether we could not glean some nuggets of wisdom to feed on and some tools that apply that for our lives. Tune in and be surprised. What is a home? I've had the great privilege to spend the past seven weeks in Austria, my native country. It has been a long time that I have been able to be there for such an extended period, and COVID has even made short visits impossible. Needless to say, it would have been a wonderful and refreshing time even if the weather had not been so beautiful this time of year. But what has most surprised me was that, even though I have not lived in Austria since 1984, I still consider it my home. If anything, my sense of attachment and appreciation has only grown over my absence. And I don't think I'm purely sentimental when I observe that Vienna continues to gain in attractiveness as a destination from year to year. This experience and a song I recently listened to called The Hohem, which means home in German slang, made me wonder what makes a place a home. Which are the necessary and sufficient features to turn a place into one's home? The two contemporary sources to consult when one is seeking an answer to such questions are, these days, Wikipedia and Spotify. The latter provides an amazing list of songs which contain Home is Where in their title. Different interpreters have varying views on the topic. Home is the place where dreams go to die. It's where we settle. It's the place where my girl or my boy lives. It is where the heart is, or the hatred, or the hurt. It is not completely surprising that the definition of home depends a lot on one's upbringing and experience as a kid. Mine was overwhelmingly positive, so I could never associate home with pain, but I totally understand that many people do. On the contrary, there's something very soothing, enjoyable, and almost nostalgic about the notion. So I appreciate any clues which remind me of my childhood. Wikipedia, on the other hand, approaches the topic much more scientifically and quickly hones in on the fact that people of German-speaking extraction have a particular word for home. It's called Heimat. That word is laden with meanings temporal, emotional, cultural, and social dimensions. It is not by chance that German romantics were some of the first ones to reflect on nationalism. Language, geography, history, and yes, alas, ethnicity have all been cited as possible markers of what home is. Evidently, some of those concepts, especially when they become the basis of exclusivity and are used to determine who belongs and who does not, they are deeply problematic. Yet the question remains, what turns a place into one's home? Jay. Alexander.
I've lived in the US for a total of 12 years and a similarly long time in the United Kingdom, yet it has never occurred to me to consider either of them my home. My school friend emigrated to Israel after high school and would call that country her home. What is the difference? A desire to belong? The welcome one receives? The roots one puts down? My two cab drivers today here from the airport were Polish and Jamaican respectively, yet they both think of themselves as Londoners. Yet by contrast, some Afghanis who have lived in Austria for 20 years still do not consider that country their home. Those phenomena intrigue me and make me wonder, what makes home and homeland so elusive a notion? I wonder about that both as I think about my own experience, but also as I consider how to help others make a home in a new place, especially if they have been displaced and in need of refuge. Surely one determining factor is what I might call cultural fit. The more foreign the place feels where you're trying to settle, the harder it will be to call it home. If you struggle to learn the language or to adapt to local mores, you will feel like an outsider. On the other hand, if you have grown up somewhere, chances are you will be quite culturally literate and thus feel a sense of belonging. A second element in finding a home is how welcoming a place is. North Africans have experienced widespread rejection and animosity in France, which probably explains why so many of them still struggle with their split identities. On the other hand, many immigrants have spoken highly of countries like Australia or Canada and their ability to make strangers feel welcome, to facilitate their integration and to give them a sense of belonging. Finally, if you have people in a particular location who are dear to you, that place will more likely function as something of a home. But home is not an entirely rational concept. In fact, one could make the point that some crucial factors in making a place a home have to do with emotion and feeling. Familiar foods, rituals one identifies with, sounds that connect, those are the strands that make up the fabric of home. A few examples to illustrate what we mean. A Filipino will immediately experience a warm feeling at the sight of rice, wherever he is. Similarly, one of my first trips in Vienna was to the Würstelstand, a particular Austrian version of a hot dog stand, since their taste is so uniquely Viennese. I was also surprised how unique the cultural offering is in Austria, both in content and in intensity. Never do I consume such a variety of concerts and exhibitions than when I am at home. By contrast, I find Catholic masses in Africa very foreign, even though the liturgy is completely the same. But the music is different, people dance and clap throughout, and the service is twice as long. I'm sure Africans feel the same when they come to Europe. So what does this all mean for our listeners? We might suggest two applications. The first is a personal one. Some of us feel uprooted, disoriented and homeless. Every place is home and none of them are. Globalization and increasing homogenization contribute largely to this phenomenon. If on top of that we are single and don't have a family, we can easily miss the sense of home which is so crucial for mental hygiene. 
In that case, it might be worth reflecting what practices, rituals or elements we could bring into our life to make a home. But we might also want to consider others. Can you remember a time when you helped somebody else feel at home? What was that like? How did you go about that? And might there be somebody who could use your help in just that way now? Maybe you can reach out to them and help them find a home. While we won't be able to solve the problem of homelessness, we might be able to help one homeless soul. This was Words That Change You with me, Martin Steinbreitner. It was produced by Fritz Lowy, Piroshka Kacha, Harry Kalef, and Jacob Dubibert. If you like this episode, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Also feel free to leave us feedback or questions on Facebook under Einstein Podcasts. Until next time.